Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Here we are. Here we are. In your in your place of, of living, <laughs> I've taken a melatonin, so I should be nodding out <laughs> right when we finish. I need to nice sleep, sister. Timing. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, I have been going since the crack of dawn. Oh my god! And it was ridiculous. But you uh, had two sets tonight. I had two sets tonight. I did a dork forest during the day, and I had uh, lunch with uh, Fielding Edlow. Oh, nice. So it was. That's a full day. That is a full day of comedy. Can I take that Sharpie pen that you're jamming on my couch out of your hand? Thank no, you. I'm going to want to use that to write with. I would Uh-oh. like. Oh. <laughs> well, can you stop? <laughs> stop jamming I know it into it, your pillow? It's capped, but you never know. Oh, oh okay. Oh, you live in, in fear that I might mark up. I, fair enough. This, this is from Ashley Furniture. This is, <laughs> this is the nice couch. It cost me almost $800. I, this is a nice couch, and uh, there's no reason not to protect it with. Uh, Clearly, <laughs> your melatonin a- brain, which is like, what? what's happening? Okay, so I had two sets last night, too. And Damn. I know. I picked up you're yours. You're the new me. I picked up yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I don't know what I am anymore. Right. Um, well, Okay, tell me how you picked up mine, and I'll tell you why I had to really Why you it. didn't show up for it. Yes. It's very sad. Well, I emailed when I knew, but go ahead. Go ahead. Let right. me hear about all your well, comedy. Uh, well, it, it was a, it was a, a delight. Uh, the, the Mermaid Hour at yes. the lab at the Improv. Right. I was scheduled to do Mo Better Mondays, mm-hmm. which is no longer for a minute, because there was a giant brawl at the Improv last Monday. No. Yeah, yeah. Some guy took some woman into the men's room to do it yeah i speak of sex uh-huh. and then his wife showed up <laughs> and then I the brawl it. spilled out into the street oh and so God. they have canceled mo better mondays for a minute why what what but those is this is an audience member or a comic audience wow yeah so it's like a reality tv show gone wrong is Hopefully, that like the 10th time that's happened why would you cancel a whole show I don't. For, I have no idea. But here's what I have. a backstory we're missing, right? Well, I'm sure there's any number of levels that we're missing. <laughs> but here's what it did make me think about. I was like, why is Mo Better Mondays still happening? If you have a complete list yeah. of black comics that you're willing to book on a Monday, yeah, integrate them into the week, right? Just yeah. book them on. Just book everybody. Sure, I think it's more of a marketing thing for the audience. It's not. It's not for it might the not be a, an imp, it might not even be an improv show. It might yeah. not be an improv. Oh no, show. it sounds like it's not at all. Like one of those external shows that comes in. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I, I always like because of course because now the audience knows that's where you bring your girl and you fuck her in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a thing. It's happening. It, well, it happened. Yeah, it's beyond comedy we, at this right, point. Right, it's something else entirely. <laughs> I don't really know what's happening, but it's a terrible life choice mm-hmm. on everybody's part. So you're supposed to do a set on Mo Better Mondays. Well, on the on the show that replaced that, it was me, okay. Deb D. Giovanni, and um, a bunch of other people. So <laughs> that's all you need, actually, is you and Deb. That's right. It, that's it was just show. me and Deb. It was, she was amazing. Yeah. And uh, Dave Ross went up after me. But here's the thing. I've been working on that bit. Right. A bit about flirting. Yeah. It is currently two six-minute bits. Mm. So I picked up a set because you couldn't make it right. at the Mermaid Show. And it was a seven-minute set. So I did the first half of it at the Mermaid Show. Destroyed. Killed. Murdered. Nailed the, nailed the punchlines. Yay. The audience was amazing. I go into the big room. Oh, no. Uh, right. And uh, lightly attended, but perfectly nice people for the right. most part. Right? Everybody's doing fine. Yeah. So I get up. I have a 12-minute set. And, okay. Um, so you can do both I halves? I can do both halves. Okay. So I do the first half. It goes pretty well. It does. It You know, they're more spread out. and Like, there were probably right, right. 30 people in the lab. And there were probably... 50 people in the main room right but the main room seats 200 right so they were just spread did out they pull the bit. curtain they did okay and so they were kind of but they, they were scattered they did on the what they floor. could they did what they could it was fine but uh so i'm i do the first half it works pretty good i mean it works as, it works but it they're spread out so it doesn't work as well mm-hmm. and then i go into the second half 
And the second half has that story in it that, and I've almost, I almost fixed it on the two sets I did tonight, but uh, it has a story about how um, this guy doesn't rape his friend. That, that That's one of the, you didn't rape your friend is one of the, the laugh lines. That's well, a hilarious joke out of context. <laughs> out of context is really the best way Jackie, to hear a joke. don't drop that punchline here. Someone's going to take that punchline. Yeah, take that punchline and that'll, run with it, you guys. Build something in, around it. And any joke. That's a load-bearing <laughs> line, you guys. You guys, that's a... <laughs> and uh, so the... Anyway, so I say you didn't rape your, your friend. Um, there was a fucking bullet head in the third row... Who literally, because the next bit of the joke is just sort of brings everybody back together. Right. In between that and the next line, this fucking man, just out of just female or male, male shaved head, mm. six, four mm. with some blonde bombshell kind of lady. Right. And he yells out, the guy missed his chance. Oh, to rape his friend. And I. You ever see those red spots in front of your eyes? You're so mad. <laughs> yes. I literally, there was so much rage. Yeah. That I, that were I a different person, I would have jumped off that stage and murdered him. Right. But I did not. And I knew that I was about to murder him with my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't think of, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to write a punchline for this possible outcome. Because I didn't come up with, I, all, all I said was the normal kind of. Yeah. You're a horrible person. I'm getting walked to my car. I, yeah, yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. This time, you know, you know. Um, so I've, I've, I can't, I've come up with a couple of lines for it because it yeah. will happen. Do, again. Yeah. Do you feel like you need to protect that line a little bit now? Yeah. If you, if you are you leaving an opening for people like that to jump in before the before the you didn't rape your friend line? The worst thing that would happen would be there would be some women in the audience mm-hmm. who were like, ah, yeah, which is right. of course murderous, right? The worst. But, but I've already come up with sort of a response to that. Yes. And now I have to come up with this response. For when somebody agrees with the negative thing that's happened. Right. And this guy, he wasn't, I don't think he, it literally did not feel like he was trying to get a laugh. It felt like that was his opinion and he didn't know how to not say it. Yeah. Which terrified me. Yeah. And infuriated me. And I was like, so I was kind of babbling. I tried to do the next line to bring everybody back together. Mm-hmm. And... um I got the light and I said, you know what? I'm leaving. <laughs> and I, and I got off stage and Dave Ross went up after me and he goes, uh, uh, Jackie's a national treasure and you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, thank you, Dave Ross. <laughs> well, even worse, it comes right after you killed. So, you yes. know, you have that in your head and you're like, how, how dare you? How, how dare, dare you? you? <laughs> that's how i feel uh 90 of the day t- towards almost everyone i interact with how dare you now tell the people why you didn't come oh okay um so in addition to being on crutches my kids right he's got an acl thing so um after the podcast he came to the podcast on well, the tape on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And ate a cheeseburger. And uh, then he said he felt nauseous. And the next day, he was um, like wheezing <gasps> like that. <gasps> kind of like wow. croupish. That's kind of how babies sound when they have croup. And uh, so at the end of the day, around four o'clock in the afternoon. I, so he went to school. No, no, no. He stayed. Okay. Oh. We're, we have like a, we're, we're off this week, but we're working. We're okay. not taping shows. So. Okay our work hours are a little reduced. It's like 10 to four, maybe mm-hmm. or something like that. So I, I, and we have an hour for lunch. So I said, wow. okay, you stay home this morning and I'm going to go to work. And I didn't leave till like nine 45. Yep. And then I'm going to, I'll be, I'll be back in like two and a half hours and I'll mm-hmm. check up on you and then we'll see what's what. So he wanted, he didn't want to be alone anymore. So he came uh, to back to work with, to work and he started really <gasps> doing a bunch of that. And uh, so then we, I go, let's stop by the minute clinic in sure. CVS. Mm-hmm. We get in there. That's an hour wait. Right. I have a it lot is not of a minute. hour waits. It is no. not a oh, minute. It's a minute when they see you. Yeah. But it's an hour wait. <laughs> 
And uh, so she said, well, you know what? You, you should take him to urgent care. I don't really know what this is. So we go to urgent care in Burbank, and that's three hours. And wow. they do a chest x-ray. They don't see anything in his chest. And that, that doctor said, you know what? You should go to Children's Hospital. So <laughs> Minute clinic, urgent care, yeah. ER. Yes. So now we're, we go to Children's Hospital, and um, now they x-ray his, uh, his neck. There's nothing in there. They can't figure out why he's wheezing like that. So, so then they're, they're like, well, maybe it's psychological. So the doctor said, hey, can you two, to myself and the dad, can you guys leave? I want to talk to your son alone. It's the standard thing. And so, you know, we're like, oh, what, what questions, you know, is she asking? <laughs> What's he saying? I'm always like, they're going to find out I'm a comic and take my son from me, which part of me is like... Get the word out. <laughs> the joke. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> but um, but uh, so we go back in and, um, and now here's this thing about the other side of the family for him. You know, he's Hispanic and mm-hmm. uh, there's some, you know, I'm not a person that has had a paranormal experience or has had anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I saw Coco did that. Does that help? I'm it's so very sorry. Much, <laughs> no, no, no. It's very much like Coco oh, and Dia de la Muerte and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Where the certain parts of the family, a lot. It's. Like, did you ever read the Anne Rice um, no. vampire novels? Okay, no. the, the Mayfair family were a family of witches, and they kept passing down their uh, witching like, abilities. I feel like we've switched bodies here. Right. So Freaky Friday. So Tell me about your yes. So then, um, so then you know that side of the family has sees things. Okay. You know, like ghosts and yeah, and, they, they they have paranormal experiences. Yes. Yeah, and it's commonplace, and they they aren't embarrassed about it. They talk about it and stuff like that. It's just that's <laughs> right part of their life. Yes. So my son has either uh, inherited this or has heard it, and like I can't tell. You know, kids nature are, versus nurture. You don't know, but you don't know, or or he wants to be like his dad or whatever. I don't know, but he so apparently he told <laughs> the social worker that he sees all these things, and then they they like push some red button. And, uh, or he told the doctor and then they call a social wow. worker in and, you know, from their point of view, it's like, you know, we see kids who are hallucinating and, and oh, they're cutting themselves. And- yeah. And I'm, we're like, no, no, he's, no, he's he just incredibly either does see things or he wants to be like his dad and he thinks he sees things. Right. And then he draws, you know, comic books with ghosts in them and stuff like that. It's, right. And and he just has a very active imagination. Yes. And that took hours for them to decide that like, everything was okay. And how about the wheezing? Anything? Yeah. And, oh, and then the wheezing, they couldn't figure it out either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So he's still wheezing and I'm going to send him to school tomorrow and uh, he can just. Uh... He can learn to breathe. <laughs> Why don't you go to school and learn to breathe? How about that? Is there, is there like pollen or something that's killing people right the, now? The, it, okay. is, it is. A, it's it's allergy season for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. And well, no one, the orthopedic, I mean, the pediatric uh, lung guy, whatever, I, I forgot that kind, the specialty. They didn't bring that up. No one brought it up. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But anyway, I didn't get, uh, so I emailed um, Valerie from, uh, from Urgent. Toast. From urgent care, oh. Tozy, yeah, and said I'm headed to the ER and I can't. I'm not gonna make my set. Right. I, I was I was about to. I called my babysitter to meet me at the uh, urgent care. I'm like, <laughs> you, you can you take care take of the lung X-rays. I got a spot, <laughs> but that's because I figured that'll be it. No, then we'll go fine. home. Yeah, yeah. And then they they said go to children's. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm canceling a spot. Yeah. <sighs> so both uh, Deborah D. Giovanni and I split your spot. It was great. Damn, what a great audience. They were you so know what? Nice. You don't need to rub it in. <laughs> it's true. I forgot to tell you this last episode that when Maria and I were doing Columbus and Cleveland, mm-hmm. we drove between Columbus to Cleveland and Maria was driving. Yeah. And we got pulled over because she was doing, did I tell you this? No. I don't know. 81 in a 60. And uh, that's, that's so respectable. Yeah, yeah. That's speeding. So she was speeding. It easily could have been me. Yeah. I could have been driving and doing 81. And so Maria will sometimes... Uh, like all of us, over apologize. Oh, and so sure. the cop comes. He gets the driver's license. He heads back, and she starts apologizing to so, you or to the cop? to me. Okay, and she's like, "I am so sorry this has happened." And just sometimes I just say things to just get her out of the. And I so I said, 
What are you apologizing to me for? I'm not going to help you pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> and it jarred her out of feeling. She was like, no, I didn't think you were going to. And I said, no, you're fine. Everybody speeds. Don't, don't sweat it. And the Did guy she came, get a ticket? No, she didn't. Because we're white ladies. Yeah. And it's what's happening. So. Exactly. What is happening? Um, yeah. So I haven't done any comedy since I've seen you. Since our last podcast. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I took well, Monday. It's been, it's been two days. I took Monday off to be a parent. And right. then Tuesday, I was going to do a set. Right. And now, is it Wednesday? Yeah. No, no. It's still Tuesday. Wait, what day? I don't Today's even know Tuesday. what day it is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was, I did Akbar and Mellow. Oh, yeah. Tonight. You're right. Mallow? It's Tuesday. Mallow? Well, I do have a set tomorrow night. So I'll and be I have back. A set in, I think I have a set form. with you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Night. We're doing the same show yeah. tomorrow. And, but the... Um, Malo, I was I was so worried about Malo and mm-hmm. Akbar. They are genuinely a half a block from each other. They're right. Oh yeah, yeah right, Malo right, right. is between El Cid and Akbar. Wait, so, you were at Malo and Akbar. Those were your two spots. Yeah. Oh my god, it was you the can't best. Have a better commute. No, it was the best. It's almost like going to the lab and the improv. That's yeah, almost. They're practically the same. You right. just have to walk across the McDonald's. Right, right. And I parked in front of Malo mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, and then I walked up to Akbar and. Um, I went first at, at Mala just to make sure that I was I made it over to Akbar, and then I got to see Erin Foley, and nice. she was so f- fucking funny. Yes. I got to see Betsy Salkind was really funny. She's yeah. this new political chunk that's super funny. I saw um, Everard. You know, yes, I yes. do. And yeah, I've forgotten. Maine, I've spaced her last Maine, name. M a i has it's Maine, right? M a i n Maine. Uh, yeah, may, probably. It's got and the then, word Maine in it. Oh, and then Kyle retarded. Shire went up and Sorry. Dan... <laughs> I'm great. Right. Stop talking. Sorry, guys. We've, we're, <laughs> I, I'm spacing some names. So are you. Neither of us are going to be able to help. <laughs> but you know that you're loved. You all were amazing. <laughs> and everybody was super funny. Yeah. It was... Oh, and... um, Oh, no. God yes. damn it. Ha ha. Lanai? It was... Uh, Beth... Lanai, maybe? Uh, fuck. I, I'm um, not helping you. No, no, just silently stare just at me stare and let down. me drown. Yeah. And while I put up one finger, two fingers, <laughs> three fingers, and I'm down. Yeah, no, she doesn't anyway, want to let her go. It was, uh, so I tried both parts of the of the 12 minute bit tonight, mm-hmm. and it worked because I've got this new chunk from when I went home and talked to my dad. And that's kind of the, I and I taped it, so, and it ended well. Granted, the Akbar crowd. It's sort of like the mermaid crowd. It's hard to get a read. Are they too good? They're a little too good. Right. So they're um the the uh the crowd at Mallow was nice. They yeah. were but I took the bullet and they were just granted they were just genuinely attentive. When you get it the way you think it is and you want it, go to Hermosa Beach. That's like your that to me that's the best audience to tr- to test a TV set in front of. Wow. Because I feel like they're very much like a TV audience. Yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent idea, if you'll. But it's it's too long a set for that. But by yeah, then, but but by when, then, as you start be, chipping yeah, away at it, it, yes. it should be, it should be super doable at some point. And I hope it's like a five or six minute bit. Because if it were a six and a half minute bit, it could be two tracks on the new album. Oh, because so, um, this flirting bit is actually, I think it's a it's a good enough bit for the new album. When are you going to tape your album? Two years from now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Damn, I uh, need to do an album. Yeah, yeah, you do. Because uh, uh, I think I have enough material that I still like that I haven't. That's yeah. Go to the doable. vault. Pick everything. No, the vault is it, is is recorded. Yeah, and then the stuff that isn't, I'm. It's like B stuff I wouldn't want on an album. Okay, representing me on Sirius, right? <laughs> XM Radio. Welcome and um, yeah. So, well, I was going to do um, Craig Ferguson, you know, oh, yeah. my former boss at yeah. the Late Show. Um, I was going to do his podcast to yeah. promote my book, but he stopped doing his podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> he just, he, must, he probably saw said? me on the lineup and was like, I don't want to do this anymore. We're I don't done. need to. Yes. I've accomplished enough. Allow me to ask something way too soon, Kyle. Where are we at? Oh my god! <laughs> did you did you um, happen to see the clip of uh, Tina Fey and David Letterman talking about 
having no women writers. Yeah, yeah. I did. I I saw the headline. It, it's a good clip, and he kind of did that. Well, you know, as I guess, you know, why would a woman want to work on our podunk show at twelve thirty at night? It, it was just like, oh. oh my god! And then, uh, so he, so he never had any people of color either. Never, not ever. Yes, uh, yeah. It's, it's it was it, seriously a bunch of white swinging dicks. Yeah, and that's all it was. Yeah, and I remember in 1982 having the biggest crush on David Letterman. Oh, sure, me too. And yeah. uh, you might as well light it on fire, David Letterman, <laughs> every time you open your yap or your fly. It turns out. Uh-huh. And uh, well, you know, um, it, it's uh, he kind of got dragged on Twitter a lot for that interaction, yeah. and then Nell Scovel wrote a really great article or a piece defending him no 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 oh. <laughs> um it's just saying you know kind of what what a lot of us were saying like oh yeah who would want to work on a show so you could earn four emmy he, like that he won four emmys when meryl marco was head writer yeah who would want that who would want a guild uh job who would want <laughs> right, health who would insurance? want full who health want insurance potential and... pension later right. on down the line yeah. who wants any of that nobody wants any of that and and, and who, who who cares when a show airs? Like you, you just and, and that was the coolest show in the world at the time. The coolest. You you would you didn't want to work for Carson. You wanted to work for Letterman. You wanted to work for Letterman. You wanted to be on Letterman. Yes. You wanted to do stand up on Letterman. You wanted to even be the guy under the. You know, you wanted to be Bob Elliott's son, yeah. so that you could be. Chris Anything. Elliott. Chris yeah. Elliott. Right. <laughs> That's who you wanted to. Bob Elliott. Do you know him in your head as Bob Elliott's son? You don't um, know him as Chris Elliott. In my Elliott. head, he is Bob. <laughs> I might be 300 years old. He's <laughs> no, Bob you're, Elliott's You're very son. into lineage. <laughs> it's very royal of you. It's, I have a lot of monarchies in my, in my brain <laughs> box. Um, yeah, and it's. Um, yeah, that, that was insane. And then there was some other article that came out today. I wonder what it was. I wonder what it was. But there's there's all this drama with I mean there's so many people are talking about race and sexism and mm-hmm. and politics and all of these things one after another and no one is fixing any of them. So it feels like it feels like a jumble, right? Really? It feels you think like no one's fixing anything. I I don't think we can see it because we're in it. Right. So I think that when all of this shakes loose there will be progress, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, there will be, there will be negative things that happen before, before the dawn, but whatever. But I mean, but I think that we're in sort of the middle of a lot of accusations and responses and accusations and responses. And, and to sit next to, you know, to sit next to that woman I was telling you about at Mallow, who was just eating, mm-hmm. talking about being in the writer's room and the only woman in this in this in this writer's room, mm-hmm. trying to explain to these five writers why the sketch they wanted to do was was creepy, and them not they asked her they asked for her input, and then completely di- diminished it and didn't want to hear it. They they essentially just wanted her to rubber stamp it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we've all lived that, you know, Mm -hmm. you're just like, I want to do something that isn't cool. If you could just tell me that it's okay. Yeah. It's kind of funny, right? Be a cool girl. Be a cool girl. Be a cool guy. Be all the cool things that, that you're like, it's actually kind of lame and too bad. Mm -hmm. And so I got to come up with something that isn't hacky to go on the back end of that. uh, You didn't rape your friend joke. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't rape your friend joke <laughs> that's what it's not going to be called mm-hmm. on the album and uh and then i i spent i talked to about writing this romance novel oh to these people yeah and uh so i have i have they're not not an outline just a synopsis that i mm-hmm. sent them and there was some talk of of and at one point, the guy I'm talking to is, he's saying, so I would want like the heroine to be super funny. And I don't know if he was kidding or not, because he goes, Have, I was thinking about ways that she could be funny. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Wait for the final line. No. He goes, have you thought about sarcasm? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jackie, and I, you have to... 
you have to lay down the law. And I, I oh my god, you can't be getting notes like sarcastic this. back at him. Oh my god, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? What you, no, explain sarcasm to me. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh and, my god. But I was like, I, I, you know, it's supposed to be a funny romance novel, and I said. What you have to know in your heart is that what I would be aspiring to is, did you ever see, I know Kyle has, but I, have you ever seen Galaxy Quest? I don't think so. Okay. It is a science, it's a, it's a, it, it, it makes, it's a science fiction. No, I can tell you right now. Right. No. Okay. So it's, and it is, it makes fun of science fiction fans, mm-hmm. but it's also a science fiction movie and is an Tim action Allen movie. Is Tim Allen in it? And Tim Allen is in okay. it. Okay. Which is hard now. Yeah. But at the time, and he nails it. It might have been it. hard at the time. It might have been hard at okay. the time. But it was, uh, but I, but he, he actually nailed it. He okay. did an excellent job and Sh- Tony Shalhoub was in it, right? Yeah. And, um, oh, and Alan Rickman. Uh, Fucking Alan Rickman. And Sam Rockwell. And Sigourney Weaver. Finally, a lady. Well, Sigourney Weaver <laughs> was hilarious in it because she was, uh, her job was to repeat what the, what the, uh, the computer said. Uh-huh. And she, so the computer would say something and then she would repeat it. <laughs> and somebody made fun of her and she said, I have one job on this ship <laughs> <I'm> doing it. <laughs> and it okay. was very funny. So are they going to pay you in advance? Yes. Okay. They're working. Well, they, they're, are they the, paying you in chunks? They're not well the thing is is there's no there's no deal yet. Okay. And quite honestly if it falls apart it actually makes me not happier but there's there's a possibility that I could then just write it. Yeah, you can always then, just write it. And then not it really have helps to any have it. editing until after. Right. Like to for them to edit the final product would make me so much happier than to have executives weigh in. As I was writing an outline, as I was writing no, I mean, synopsis, you, I, I think you just want to have one editor. You don't want executives. You're, you, but you're not. You're not working with a publisher. You're working with a different kind of a company. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't want more than one person yeah. giving notes. I would love just and the one... person you want giving notes is someone that's that gets what you're trying to do and is yeah. just trying to push you in the right direction. You know, right? So, do you feel like you have that? Well, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jack, I don't know. Jackie's Jackie's head just flew off. I don't know how that happened. It was on her neck. It might and be. Then... It it I don't I don't know. I know that he's super supportive and he and he and it's his idea. He wants this thing where it's like a funny romance novel. But I don't know that it's I I, I don't know that he doesn't read romance novels. And I have read, especially right. in the last year, two years, yeah, so many romance. You're novels. disappearing into lust. I have. You can't, you can't take this Trump presidency. Well yeah, where some woman is holding a guy's cock. <laughs> it is an amazing well. Why don't you bring one of those books by? <laughs> oh. Tired of reading what happened in James Comey's book. I'm tired of it. Give me oh, a lady God. holding a cock in a well. Uh, allow me <laughs> to bring you over some books later. Anyway, so, but the. Uh, a couple of friends might have been in the hospital recently mm-hmm. and both of them were like, bring me a romance novel. And uh, so I was like, okay, what do you like? And then I curate a, sm- a tiny syllabus. <laughs> I bring them over a, a tiny selection. By the way, this yeah. is supposed to be my week off where I'm just chilling and kind of relaxing. Yeah. And the 11 year old is more work than the 80 year old right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he keeps dropping the ball. Ugh. Have you heard from the 80 year old? No, they're all, they're, uh, they're ha- she's having fun with her granddaughters and uh, my sister. Hold on. A little bit of water spilled on my grandmother's dowry ca- uh, this trunk this. that was brought here from Ireland. But that's okay, Jackie. Spill away. Could you be any whiter? <laughs> I cannot believe you have elderly furniture that isn't I like had literally refin- resurfaced. And it Let was me tell all- you something about this crate. It looks like it was bought at Goodwill. It's but not it's a not. crate. It's a beautiful. It's, it's a it's trunk. A, it's a trunk, and it's very beautiful. It's trunk. It's a and trunk. it's got a provenance, and it's got an ancestry. Yeah. Com. It's got all the things. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just telling you, it's from Ireland. My that- grandma had her do- dowry in there. Hopefully in cash. No, it's was like it linens. Sheep? Oh, 
<laughs> okay. What dude? What, what dude? I don't, they don't. They weren't wealthy. They had, you know, a dress, some some shoes. Kyle's some head is also popping. Sheets. <laughs> sheets are not a dowry. A dowry is cash and prizes. I don't think what you're talking about. That's there. there's a that's the, probably her homemaking thingity bob. Yes. Yeah. Not a. That's not her dowry. No, no, no. That's where she kept her dowry inside the trunk. That's what my dad told me. Okay. And that well, was his mom. And not to, no, just going to let that one go. We don't know what that is. Uh, I don't, uh, <laughs> I'm getting a squinty magoo from Lauren <laughs> Kilmartin. Do not bad mom. My eyes are killing me. I are left they? my freaking glasses in New York. So I, are you nonstop I'm on a schedule contacts? where I'm, lo- I'm leaving $200 a week worth of something at a road gig Per, per per gig, gig. it was your yeah. phone and your charger and your yeah so the glasses i just i'm getting a backup pair at lens crafters like mm-hmm. the the cheapest shittiest ones my prescription is so thick that there it's never that cheap but um anyway but uh, you're but you're gonna have i'm a in pair contact of 20 hours a day my eyes oh, are dry that is pr- you don't have any backup glasses no i i'm ordering them right now oh, okay but like it, like an they older take prescription. ten days. Everyone else, it's like in an hour. It takes ten days to get my glasses to me. Oh my gosh! They have to is... send them to another country. For <laughs> grinding, <laughs> <laughs> right there. The stigmatism, and I have everything. Oh my! It's God. all happening with these eyes. My population Chinese joke is working really good. I like that joke. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's uh yeah that's got uh, that's got some legs. I think there's something there. Yeah. So that's good. And then. Um, other than oh, that, okay, so uh, I'm going to Michigan this week and Cincinnati with um, Maria. So we're going back to Michigan, Royal Oak, but not, oh, yeah. but not uh, what's called it. Sure, Comedy Castle. So not the castle, just uh, some theater, and right. then uh, Cincinnati, some theater, mm. and then you bring in merch. I might bring merch, but it's not if they're theaters. Yeah, is it harder to? It's sell? harder, and sometimes they take a cut. At which point I say, I'm not selling anything. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's shitty. Yeah, it's just uh, theaters will take cuts sometimes, not always. And um, can because Maria must sell merch too at theaters, mm-mm. right? No, sometimes Maria she hasn't had merch for a couple of years. She really, had, she had. You know, she used to have this. She's leaving money on the table. So much money on the table. She's doing a new bit about how make your own fucking merch. <laughs> it's such a great bit, and and, and, and I, I've seen pictures of it. Like people have to, have done what she said. Yeah. And then sent tweeted pictures at her, and it's hilarious. Uh, but she I used to not sell. have merch. What she a nice a, life that is. You do your set, you run to your car, drive back to your hotel room, leave your glasses. Brian, <laughs> what a life. It's Brian Regan's life. He doesn't <laughs> sell any merch. Talk about leaving money on the table, man. Fuck. You know who does have merch? Who? Uh, Jim Gaffigan. Oh, yeah. Um, he's got merch coming out of his earballs. He's got five kids. He does have five kids. He has five children. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, he's got overhead. They're going to private school in, in Manhattan. Right. Right. That's overhead. Um, and, uh, but the, but she but, used well, to tell us, sell a shirt that said, Marie Bamford supports me in my journey. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then on the bottom it had monsters with luggage yeah and uh I wait it was a drawing of monsters with yeah it was luggage? just it was graphics of, of different monsters with luggage okay and then she has um just monsters she has a monster t-shirt and it says maria bamford supports me in my journey on the back and <clears throat> that's a great shirt why not sell that i don't know i don't know why um i would sell that forever yeah could yeah. you like i i gotta hire I, someone to do that Right. Uh, turns out her friend Jackie Cation is with her on many events and yes. uh, and can sell some bullshit. So, um, hmm. well, but she's she not, doesn't want to be out there signing and stuff like that. Well, I think it's a lot. She mostly she, comes out. Oh, okay. She mostly so does she's meet doing and the stuff that you don't want to do in the first place. She does. She she'll do a meet and greet if there's two shows. She won't do a meet and greet the first show. Right. Right. Uh, and. If for some reason we had to travel and do a show the same day, she won't do a meet and greet because it's too exhausting. Yes. And um, she does a very funny bit about how she can only stay awake about 11 or 12 hours a day. So best of luck. <laughs> uh, anyone who wants her to be on a TV show. <laughs> so, well, that's um, why she can write for Letterman. I mean, he, they don't start till 1230 at night. They start till 1230 at night. That's when they start <laughs> writing. <laughs> That's such um, a shit thing to say. God. <laughs> um, okay, so back to this book. 
Yeah. Oh, the book I'm writing? Yes. Or not writing yet. Uh, the well, book that I've written in my mind, I mean, it's already it's, done and a huge success. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. Uh, so what... No. Okay. So I, what I, I I'm want, just trying okay. to like save you from, um, you know, having a... It's so hard to do when everything is right. Yeah. So that if, if, if it's, you know, someone's given notes that are... You know, ongoing. Contradictory, and, yeah. I yeah, mean, or if there's a team of, uh, you know, that that can just put you in hell. Right. Well, and so I was trying to explain um, to the to the guy that uh, I, best case scenario, I would write like a Galaxy Quest uh, level romance novel. Right. Where I would write, essentially, because I don't know if this is how it was written, but I would think that they would write um, an action-adventure science fiction movie and then superimpose that sort of backstory that it was essentially a fake Star Trek, and then and then punch it up, which sounds like more work than how it was probably done. But that's the only way that I could think to write a romance novel would be to write a romance novel, yeah, and then go back and make it funnier. Um, I I think it'll be funny as I write it because right. I'm funny. But it, but I think it could be funnier. Oh sure, I mean you'll always once I be incorporate sarcasm to... into it, I think, <laughs> and other. But yeah, I mean you'll always be going back and trying to punch it up and yeah. finding more jokes and stuff. But um, yeah, it's just it it will take over the amount of time that it, it's you know if it's due December fifteenth between now and December fifteenth, it will be the only thing on your mind every single day, right? And it. And uh, I was so happy when I was done and I couldn't fix it and I couldn't work on it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just, even now I'm like, I'm free. Like I just have the weekend to myself. I'm I I shouldn't be writing. There's a thing of, I should be writing and I'll write. And then there's the other thing of, I should be writing, but I'm I'm not going to. And then (laughs) that infects everything you do for the rest of the day is Mm -hmm. like, I should be writing instead of doing this. Right. Um, so it's it's um it's its own and i had lunch with a friend of mine who's a writer yeah and i was sort of talking about this and Mm -hmm. talking about how the things i didn't like about some of it and how i didn't know how i would do different things and i didn't know what it would if it would happen and and he said the thing that i've said to other people which is you can't complain about this to me because I would love that job. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. <laughs> Noted. You okay. can only complain laterally. <laughs> and uh, you, luckily, are a lateral complaint. Sadly, the yes. audience is sitting out there going, what? I would love to do that. Why can't I do that? And um, But I think if you know going in, it's going to be this. This is going to be it's going to be this hard. That way you can be kind of demanding on, on the things that you can control of like um, your deadlines and, and how Input. you, mm-hmm. yeah, and how you, how you write an outline and, and, who, you know, who's helping you with it and stuff like that, you know, so yeah. you can kind of wrangle it a little bit. So it's, so the normal stuff that's the hard stuff is, is what you have to deal with and not extra, you know? Right. Well, the weird thing too is that, um, and because at every level, of talking to people who publish romance novels, there's a defensive human being who's like, please do not make fun of romance novels. Oh, really? It's a billion dollar industry. <laughs> uh, these are people who work very hard. People who read them are very committed to them and love them. Mm-hmm. And all of that is true. I, at this time actually regret my romance novel bit because tw- I have two romance novel bits. And in mm-hmm. both cases, I refer to romance novels as poorly written and poorly researched. Oh man! And I what a backstabber you are. Exactly. And I have changed it to quickly written and quickly researched, <laughs> which is why sometimes they're poorly written and poorly researched. I've not said that, but the thing is, is, is that is why the because you got to crank out three a year. God dang, that's insane. Right? Oh. I mean, have you ever read a Jack Reacher novel? That guy cranks out, he's got 22 of them. He's written them all in the last six years or no, something. No, really? Ten, That's maybe a new 10, character? Maybe 10, 12 years. Wow. Yeah. And, but there's at least two or three a year. And they are also quickly written. Yeah. Quickly researched, to put it politely. And As, quickly optioned for a movie starring Tom Cruise. Exactly. Who, <laughs> the forced perspective on that, because uh, Jack Reacher is six foot four. <laughs> And uh, Tom Cruise is not. Um, I think he is. I think he is. (laughs) In his head. In his head he is. And uh, so, 
But I, so I do regret that, but there, that's on the HBO set that I did. Mm-hmm. And on my album, I refer to it as that. Mm-hmm. And so people have given me uh, guff about it. And I, I think it will, will continue. And I think I deserve that guff. And if I write this and it is not well written and re- well researched, I will be uh, an ironic recipient of that same guff. And wow, that's you are prepared. Goes. I like how you're preparing for the insults that are coming. Uh, that's, I like to, that's the legwork you've done on the book. Welcome to my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to prepare. Have you, written a, have you written the outline yet? No, but I'm ready to be shit on. And I'm I have comebacks. For someone to mock my looks openly <laughs> uh, while I try to finish something. So, but it's, um, but it's an, it, it, you know, it's always so interesting and exciting to think about doing something new. Yeah. When, because mostly I just want to do stand-up. Yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah. but it does, it's, it seems like a good challenge, you know? Like, I've I've also submitted the comic book script, and they're, all the, all the artists that I've suggested, uh, most of them do monthlies, and mm-hmm. they haven't been able to... Uh, Pick the, so the ones that he suggested that editor, and I've suggested nobody's worked so far. So now I'm scared it's not going to happen. But I can't uh, live in that fear. I'm gonna. I'm meeting with a comic book artist. Neat on Friday to. I want to see about, about doing President Hillary Clinton as a <gasps> comic book. Yes, and just take some. You know, just some pages or some panels of. You know, it's all, yes. it'll, I'll be, I'll be a hundred percent true stuff yeah. that Trump is doing, but it's this kind of fucking ballsy sexual Hillary mm-hmm. and this silent, but handsome Bill. husband Mellon. <laughs> Mellon. No, it's all, it's all parallels hit Trump's right. life. It's not at Hillary's real life at all. No. Yeah. No, no, it would be a, just a, but it wouldn't look like Hillary. Yeah. It would look like Hillary, but, and, but it wouldn't look like Bill. Of, no, Bill's not part of it at all. He wouldn't okay. be in it. Chelsea would be Ivanka because uh, Chelsea's also married to a Jewish guy. I think she converted to. So their their lives are oddly kind of parallel, Chelsea and Ivanka. Yeah, and there's nothing there's odd just... about how parallel their lives are. <laughs> <laughs> then there's just uh, Hillary Clinton Jr. and um, Oh, right. And the other I, I, the other uh, one are Ixnay just totally and Uday or whatever yeah. the fuck their names are. And uh, yeah. But um yeah, I mean, I think that would be kind of fun to see, uh, really, you know, really cathartic funny. if it's done right. You yes. Know? Yes. Uh, I I wanted a coffee table book, so I love the idea that it's uh, yeah. just your tweets blown up. And, uh, but I love the idea of graphics and all that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. We'll see. So, do you want to do this woman? Yes, as yeah, the yeah, comic yeah. of the week. Yeah, I think we were, we're going to do her last week, but we were. What? But Mary just kind of blew us away. Yeah, Mary, she was so great. Buzz Magian. Magian. That's yeah. right. So I knew it. I was going to say it right. Say it now. I typed it a couple times when I was uh, <laughs> updating the website. Basmajian. Basmajian. Thank and, you. Uh, and and yeah, JackieandLaurieShow.com, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Which, uh, which is, is coming together. Somebody offered to enter in all of the information. Did you see that? Oh, my God. No. Do you want wow. that? Yeah. All they all would right. have to do is type it out and send it to me as a, a like just as a, in a, the Word body of an email. Or? I can just paste it. Uh, into okay. The, web page that'd all be right. great well we will i'll find that tweet oh nice or something anyway uh yeah so emma willman yes she was on colbert Willeman. I, will isn't it i think it's Willeman. oh it is Willeman. yes i think w-i-l-l-i-m-a-n no two n's no i think it's Willman. this is so unprofessional please make a note of this and look up emma Willman, please Willeman. it's Willeman. I don't know how to spell it off the top of my head, but it's, it's two little, L's and two N's. I remember that. Okay. But it's not, <laughs> there's a little, there's a little vowel there's in between I? those there's two syllables. Williman. Anyway, here's the point. Wait, wait, wait. It's Emma Williman. Oh, there's, it isn't Williman. <laughs> Do you want to cut that part? No, but I think <laughs> I would like to suggest that Emma re-examine her last name <laughs> because I think it needs a vowel in, in the center. I'm psyched you want to keep it because this is at least a minute of us fucking around <laughs> trying to figure out Emma Willman's so name. Yep. Yes. 
Oh yeah, Emma Willman. Anyway, two N's and she's fucking hilarious. And two M's and Emma. Wow, lot <laughs> of lot of consonants. Um, but she's super funny. I did um Bridgetown with her a couple years ago. Oh, cool! And we did that thing where we switch acts. Like I did a Parna and Parna did me, and um Emma did Eddie Pepitone and he did Emma. Oh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But you know, there's so many freak shows, and sometimes they're just hilarious. Yeah, I'm doing that boast rattle again. Oh, really? Uh, where it's not a roast battle. It's yeah. a boast rattle. It's not a roast battle. It's, it's a, a boast, boast rattle. battle. Not rattle. No, they, it's called boast rattle. They switch the letters. Oh, now I'm, oh, but I'm the asshole for putting Willem in. But <laughs> yeah. boast rattle makes no sense. Yeah, I don't think you. Uh, rattle it makes no what? sense. One is her name and it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but uh yeah, I think I'm boasting uh, Kurt Brownauer. Oh, cool. So That's nice. This should be easy enough. So these are like positive jokes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm, I did it with uh, Danielle Perez, mm-hmm. and um, I mostly just had positive things she to say. Has, she has an abortion chunk that's really funny. I love an abortion chunk. Yes. Who doesn't? Yes. And uh, I like hearing, because I, I, like, I never had one, but I did it. You know, I joked around about it just to, you know, play Having an with abortion it. abortion chunk or an abortion? Yes, yes, yes. Just okay. to play with it. But <laughs> but I like hearing from people, from women who have actually had one and are just talking about it. Like, it's a normal thing, which it is. Right. You know? Right. Uh, the fact that the, the, per, the, the alive human has less rights than the pile of goo inside of them that might be a human uh, doesn't make any sense to Here's me. Here's the thing. I, I'm okay with calling it a human, but it's it's a second-class citizen until... Uh, until the decision is made by yes, the carrier. basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a serious decision. Yeah. Nobody makes it lightly. Do I just... I just started watching Serena um, Williams' um, the, a documentary on her on yeah. HBO. She almost died giving birth. Recent, she just yes she she had a pulmonary embolism and she couldn't breathe and she was telling the doctors I can't breathe and she knows her body so well because she's an athlete she mm-hmm. says she's and they, this is all being filmed as it's happening it's not her talking back after about it her, oh wow her husband now her boyfriend then was filming everything because it's childbirth right you film everything. everybody films their childbirth so now. so she's like I'm I am there's a pulmonary embolism my 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 lung I need a cat scan with dye right now. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. Wow. And she got it and she was right. And, and they, they didn't her. diagnose it. She did. Wow. Oh, man. Childbirth is fucking dangerous. And people forget that. And it's, if you, li- there, I listen, I, these were co- coincidental because I listened to the daily, the, like the same week that daily had a, um, a thing on childbirth and, uh, black women in America. Okay. And how dangerous it is for yeah. them. Yeah. And they even did a, sur- they kind of did a, like a, uh, not a survey or a poll, a study yeah. where you they had women who were like from the Caribbean, black women from the Caribbean moved to America. Their childbirth is fine. A couple generations later, they have the same rates of of low baby uh, weight as as women as black women who have been here, you know, since slavery. For, right, right. And they're trying to they're eliminating all these possible factors. And what the factor that's causing. Uh, black females to have difficult births and dangerous births is stress from racism. Wow. It's actually affecting their uteruses and how they hold their babies. Wow. Horrific. So even someone it's at Sabrina Williams level, she almost died after having the baby. Right. And she had a, an emergency C-section too. Wow. Anyway, so you know what? Pregnancy is no fucking joke. And I mean, I've been pregnant once and Mm -hmm. you're very vulnerable and it's terrifying in a way. And um, if somebody doesn't want to go through with it, they shouldn't have to. Right. And I had a miscarriage and it they would like me uh, to have a funeral for in some states. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're like. Not disappointed enough. Let's have a funeral for it. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, nope. Fuck you. Yeah. So people are out of their damn minds. Yeah. And and it's all dudes who nobody is legislating. They're like the egg 
and the sperm create life. And you're like, so the egg is so important. And you're like, so the sperm isn't important, though. You can jerk off into a sock forever and you're not going to legislate that crap. But the 19 eggs that I've got, by the way, still having my period. Dude, high five. You are ready to roll. You what? I would like to leave you hanging on that because <laughs> I would like to be done. No, it's awesome. I'm uh, done. I wish I was still getting a man. It's like, yeah. oh, that's and that's a welcome to Grumpy Magoo who eats an entire thing of nachos tonight. <laughs> and I had nachos, nachos are good. <laughs> they taste delicious. Uh, I had homemade guacamole with some pomegranate seeds on it at Mellow. Yeah, and uh, and a, an entire basket of chips for dinner. That's perfect. So, yes, that's. Perfect. I want that life. <laughs> I, I, when I stopped getting my period, I'm like, all right, I'm on to the next phase. And I don't, I don't want to be on it yet. I don't want to be in that phase yet. I still want to be bitching about tampons and my underwear and all that stuff. I miss it. Oh, interesting. And when I see f- women talking about it on stage, I'm like, oh, yeah, back then. Like, <laughs> I'm on the next part of my life. Yeah. Ick. Well, except for the, this part of, I mean... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, there's no way to not be to mourn your life changing, right? I'm it's sure the loss of potential fertility. Like, yeah, you, you know, even you could be like in back of your head. I hey, I could get pregnant. You know, Tammy Duckworth is 52 and she just had a baby. Well, she might have been using hormones. I don't know, but I mean, did it come out she- of her shoulder? No, it's a, that's no, a, 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 I read a Canticle for Leibowitz a long time ago. A what? Anyway, it's a book that I read a long time ago. It's about the Messiah coming out of this woman's shoulder. Okay, that's and, not what happened to <laughs> Senator Tammy Duckworth. What the fuck? I can't believe she had a baby at 52. Well, you um, know what? Is it? Okay. All right. I, I, people do it. People do. Clearly, it's happening. Yeah. And, but um, I mean, you know, you... As long for you know, as long as you're still menstruating, and part of you's like, you know what? Maybe I could. Maybe, maybe you have that option. And, and then when, when you stops, don't, you're like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm. Which is fine. That's you know. That's that's fine. Right. It's um. That's the way it worked. Right. I am both relieved and sad that I did not have uh, Andy's kid ever. Just mm-hmm. because he would make an excellent father of three. Yeah. And, but I would also like to sleep in. So, uh, uh, half a dozen to one. It's um, fine. And there's seven and a half billion people on this planet. Yes. <laughs> so it's going to, uh, the, the jackass gene runs true. I have so many. It's a series of inconveniences, motherhood. <laughs> and <laughs> that's not, it's all like. Remember oh. what Barry, Mary Beth Medjian said? She said, who will bring you a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> On your deathbed. She's like, is that what we're doing this for? Because of water? Because you're thirsty? I'll get you one. But but even this week, or, you know, yesterday when we're, like, in between hospitals, we came home between urgent care and the ER, and I was like, I just want to be a road feature. I just want to (laughs) be making $500 a week in 1995, Mm. and uh, just having no, no care, nothing to do. Yeah. Not having to, you know, not having a hobbler who's right. wheezing. <laughs> Wheezy hobbler. Wheezy hobbler. It's a, it's a hard week for the boy. It's a, It sucks, man. He's yeah. in so much pain because of his knee and then this stuff. And it's, you know, it, I mean, anyone who's been in any kind of chronic pain or whatever, you know, yeah. it's all of a sudden you just... You can't what, do the things you normally do and you feel like shit all the time. It right. Sucks. And and so and is he junked up on a little bit of pain meds too? No, I he takes a little bit of Advil, but that's it. That's okay. not really Yeah. No, I'm so not just, giving him oxy. I'm sorry. I know right, you, you don't want to opioid. Yeah, I'm constantly but, uh, encouraging you to get the boy. And he tried to sell me some, but no, Jackie, I really Just don't. a little bit under the table. You know, it's just my <laughs> mother-in-law gave me this. She's got old Valium. Who doesn't want old Valium? Oh, yeah. That's uh <laughs> So whatever, there goes Germany. No, no Europe this summer. No Europe this summer. But you can save up, sure. Go next year. Yeah, it's uh, we're going to Yellowstone in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I've heard about <laughs> your fucking Yellowstone trip and Deadwood. 
Because Andy liked the TV show. Sure. It's I, nothing I, it might like be it. a disappointment. Yeah, there used be. to be a gig in Spearfish. I did a gig in Deadwood. That's oh, yeah. The, it, was, um, it was right down the block. It was the year that they legalized gambling in Deadwood. Yeah. And We're talking South Dakota. Right South now. Dakota. And Kevin Costner had a casino in downtown Deadwood. It was right after what a scam. the Dances with Wolves movie came oh out. So it was like 92. Yeah. It was a long time ago. What does that guy do now? Just golf? He just seems like a golfer. Yeah, did that you... was like 15 years ago. At least it's that not... movie. Yeah. Do you know what I did watch, though? Because this week's Dork Forest, which is last week's now, was Amy Miller yeah. talking Dolly Parton. Right. And she brought me an extra copy of The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, yeah. And I just watched it. An extra copy? What? A, a, she a, has a, extra copies. VC, uh, VHS? DVD. She had an extra DVD of that's, Best Little that's Whorehouse. That's just not on Netflix? No, it is not, as a matter of fact. and But this this next week, I just also watched Step Up uh, because oh, I've um, never seen it. I think it was... Emily L- Lubin out of uh, New York, New York comic, mm-hmm. is on the next week's uh, Dork Forest. And it's uh, coming of age dance movies through the power of ballet meets hip hop. <laughs> so step up, save the last dance and center stage. Do you see any of those? No. Mm-mm. We, uh, I believe I'm aged out of seeing those. I was like <laughs> Flashdance, Footloose, and uh, the Ice Capades or whatever, mm. the cutting edge. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The Blind Ice Skater? That wasn't that the one? cutting edge. That no, was a that different was like, one. Was that Ice Stance? That was like an Ice, ice Castle. Castle. Yes. I, you know what? I don't get booked at the Ice Castle either, in addition to the Comedy <laughs> Castle. No, no, cutting edge. No, Robbie Benson is the dude, and the girl is blind, and, mm-hmm. but she's a figure, which is a horrible idea. Yes. Does she go blind? You couldn't start out being blind and go, I want to be a figure skater. You ha- she's losing her sight, yeah. right? Yes. And the camera's all blurry. It's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. We all know what that looks like. I don't think I ever castles. It's a, oh, my the God. The cutting edge I saw because it was essentially uh, the whoever that guy was was like he was the poor man's john cusack at the time mm. and or paul rudd or whatever and mm. he he looks like that guy brown hair yeah. kind of handsome kind of normal uh-huh. and uh he was supposedly a hockey player who couldn't play hockey anymore because he got hit too many times oh. so he was going to do the less demanding work of figure skating Guess what? That isn't less demanding, you banana head. That's the same amount of demanding. It's yeah. like you have to learn an entirely new skill. I, I can't imagine that actually would translate in real life. Ever. Hey, Kyle, how much time have we done? Exactly. Oh, we have man. moved. We have uh, literally broken up into just discussing random <laughs> dance movies. So, um, well... You know what? It's late. It is it's late. It's 1130 on I've a done, Tuesday. I've done essentially, this is my fourth hour of, of, oh of my God. doing. I did a I did a podcast earlier today on the phone. Oh, did you? Yes. Uh, Carpool Happy Hour, I think it's called. Okay. Out of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. And uh, the, nice the last one I did was Dwayne Perkins and T.K. Kelly's um, movie cast. Okay. Uh, and it was uh, all Infinity War. And it hey, was fascinating. I'll be in Boston pretty soon. You're going to do Boston? I'm there the 31st, 1st, and 2nd, I think. Oh, uh, really? At Laugh Boston. I'm doing Clusterfest in San Francisco that weekend. By the way, yeah. uh, one of the other headliners is Jeremy Piven. And I Stand just did up a comic s- Jeremy Piven? Yeah. I just did a set at the Laugh Factory like two weeks ago, and he was on the on the show. Doing stand-up comedy? He's telling stories okay. about being Jeremy Piven. And it oh, gets, I saw Danny Bonaduce do that. It gets laughs. Okay. I guess it brings people in. Okay. Well, it definitely brings people in. You know? So does magic. Why do people decide to do stand-up? That I mean, is a not question for the ages. But why do you, I don't understand why. Why non-stand-up comics decide to do stand-up? Yeah. I think, I think sometimes actors think it's easy. Remember in the 90s? When yeah. there were all these actors who were like, I need to get in front of casting people. I'm going to start doing stand up. Right, right. Like it was just something you could do, which I don't, I'm not surprised that they would think that you could do it because they're constantly telling comics to learn how to act. 
Yes. And so, also good comics make it look pretty easy. You just tell a bunch of jokes. That's you it. You tell a bunch of jokes. That's not how it works, sadly. Did you ever work with uh, Skippy from Family Ties, Mark Price? I have his telephone number in my, in my phone. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have some dead comics phone numbers? Uh, no, I have some comics who I, uh, I've kept their numbers in my phone so that if they call, I don't answer. <laughs> how about that? And uh, I still have Geraldo's number oh, and Patrice you? O'Neill's number. I've, I'm like, I can't delete these. No, that's 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 hard. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have. I mean, um, not that I ever talked to them. Maybe I talked to them once or twice on the phone. I'm not really. Everyone I love is alive. What? <laughs> what a dick! How would you? I, how could you say that to me after the book I wrote? You're just rubbing your. I get it. Your dad's still here. <laughs> oh my god! TikTok. What a on that. horrible friend. <laughs> I know. He's doing his damnedest. He, he's smoked four packs of cigarettes for forty years. So. Fuck. And uh, I'm just. My dad quit when he was thirty-five, and he still got lung cancer. I mean, he. Hey, he escaped it for fifty years after that, practically forty-five right. years. But geez. It's um. Oh, they're gonna die at some point. Yeah, everybody. Come on, no. What? I think we're at an hour, right? This seems cheerful. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Now leaving nerdist.com. dot com.